Product Life. We're here with a special announcement from Mike Worm. Take it away. Hey, what's up? May 19th, we're bringing Tree, the legendary Boston hardcore band, to the South Shore at the C Note with Worm, Goon, Platoon, and the Old North End from Burlington, Vermont. There you got it. There you got it. 8 p.m., 21 plus. Tickets you can get at thecnote.com for $15, or you can chance it and get 20 at the door the day of. The show will probably sell out. Yeah, definitely. We're going we're gonna to try to get Mr. Dave Tree on the phone. Oh, shit. A special fucking treat. Hey. Yeah, whenever you got, um, whenever you got the time, you can bring him up. Fantastic. Yeah. In the meantime, very much looking forward to that show. Fuck yeah. Like Mike said, get your tickets because it is going to sell out. It's going to be a crazy time. So be there. <sighs> We're just going to load them in. Ah. Knock, knock. Who's there? It'll be someone special. Oh, look at that. Hey, we got a ringing. Hello. Hey, Dave. How hey, are you? what's up, Mike? How you doing? We're announcing the big C-Note show with you guys on May 19th. When? Right now? Yep, we're on air. Oh, we're on air? Awesome. Psyched. So, yeah, um, what, May 19th at the C-Note? Classic C-Note on Nant- Nantasket Avenue. Right what across from the beach. Nantasket Beach. That's right. Totally psyched. Us. Nice. Worm, that's you guys. That's you, Mike, right? Yep. Our good friends, um, the Goon Patrol. No, Goon Patrol. Goon. And then uh, our good friends, um, Old North End. From Burlington, Vermont. Yeah, that's awesome. What What you been up to? Me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just you know, trying not to cause too much trouble and uh, trying to stay busy. That's you know, awesome. Trying to trying to like uh, run my own business, it's never ending. You know, it's like if I'm not working, I'm like uh, in search of work. So that's a job too, you know. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, and then I just hustle. You know, I hustle whatever shows up. I try to do. But you know, I don't work for like a, a corporation. I don't work for like uh, a boss, which is great. You know. Yeah, your own boss. I know I'm the worst boss ever too. I don't pay me. I make myself work all the time, you know. But it's way, it's it's a good way to live though. I'm good. I don't have to answer. I'd rather live, you know. With, you know, I don't need a ton of money to be happy, honestly. You know. Yeah. Sure. I don't need fancy stuff at all. Period. Never did. You know. Fancy stuff, whatever. It's more of a burden than it is a blessing. You know. You work. This car is so nice. I've got to worry about how nice it is all the time. Maybe someone is going to scratch it because it's so nice. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to scratch it, and then I'm going to have a heart attack over this scratch or whatever. And it's just like, you know what? Go beyond that, you know? It's just it's a vehicle. Everything it scratches. Yeah, everything scratches. Every, everything scratches. Even CDs. Oh, we were yeah. told they were indestructible, just so you know. When CDs came out, we were sold on CDs like they're indestructible. They won't scratch like your records, not like verbatim. Like literally, that's how they sold it. Yeah, that's, that's what, what they lied. lied. That, that's, that's what, what tells you about oh, what, what they, they do. do. Wait, some some 
some marketing campaign that was selling a product lied to us? <laughs> no. no. Every single day of your life, every single day since you've been born, uh, they've been pushing a product on you, even if you didn't know it yet. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. yeah. They were selling you a. They were selling you horse shit. You know, but that's why people are so easy to believe anything because it's like they've been sold bullshit their whole life. You know, it's like. You know, it's uh, all this advertising and all this. It's just, just like they're just manipulating you. Well, it's all targeted to move to move their products, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, miss. Excuse me. You know, don't be so easily easily swayed, my brothers and sisters. So you got tree back together at the end of last year. Guys have played. End of last year. Let me think. Last year. Yeah, last year. Um. Well, we played that show. We did a benefit show, not last year, but a year ago last fall. It was like a year and a half ago. Treated a show at um, for Julie Duffy. And I was like, let's do some more shows. And those guys weren't really into it. So I got some new guys. And I'm like, I'm just going to do it without you guys. And they're like, go ahead, do it, please. Just don't suck. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'll, take that as, I'll take that as a go for it. Yeah, definitely. So... <clears throat> trying, trying. So I've been trying not to suck, you know. Uh, trying to write new songs, trying to put like learn a bunch of old songs, uh, learn some of the songs that we didn't really get to, like didn't really put in our set that much that were always that I always loved, and you know, and just mixing it up, trying to have a, a good balance of fast and slow, heavy and groovy, you know. Oh yeah. Peaks and valleys. Take the people for a little roller coaster ride on 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 the music spectrum, you know. Hell yeah, that's, that's gotta feel amazing, man, to be back doing what you do best. Well, it's like I was doing all these other bands, uh, and I'm doing the same thing. You, know, you did like writing like tree songs within these other bands, but um, they just didn't have the uh, the impact or the stay power that that tree seems to have man so sure, I'm, sure you know it's weird you know it's weird but it's also i'm blessed like i didn't realize how blessed i was when we had treats our first band we ever did we all grew up together we didn't know any better you know what i mean yeah you know wait you guys started back in like the early 90s like maybe 90 right started that back in like 88 wow. jake's garage holy shit we used to call his garage the filter because it would just filter out like the idiots, only the cool kids could hang there. Because it, <laughs> it was kind of gross and just like dusty and old. And But that's good. I like all that shit. Old motorcycles and canoes hanging from the ceiling, you know? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So 88. And then, uh, like, we had, like, it was me, Yuck, Jake, uh, Jake's brother, Yuck, um, and this guy, Skinny, on drums. And then uh, in, like, 90. We got like Billy to play drums, and then like '91 we got Ooze to play, or like from end of '90 we got Ooze on guitar, and then Yuck left to go become a, a seaman at uh, Mass Maritime, yep. which is no joke, man. That shit's a tough. That's a that's tough. Hard that's work. a tough school, and it's a tough job. Those guys go well on those big boats. Nine months at a time, twelve months yeah, at a time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fifteen it's months at a time. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. You gotta be a certain kind of maniac, you know what I mean? Port to port, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you definitely have to be a certain kind of maniac, dude, for sure. 
it's uh it's just it's a it's a it's an endurance it was definitely endurance you know what i mean it's an std endurance test you say what <laughs> they're going port to port oh right right the classic well you know sailors will be sailors oh shit there we go <laughs> people will be people so, yeah but we're psyched to play at nantasky beach see note again wow that when's the last time great. you guys played there Tree played there. Yeah. Wow, Jesus, that was a while ago. Um, I'm up to see like '99. Oh wow. Yeah, '99. I think See This World played there in 2017. Yeah. That was a good show. I had I had all this old tree beer. Like the guy that made the, the first tree beer. Uh, they they didn't stay well in in the bottle, you know what I mean? So they they would they would either blow up, or go bad, or both, you know. But we drank them. I brought a bunch of tree beers to the show. We drank them. <laughs> they were good. Yeah, uh, some of them were some of them were totally fine. You just didn't know. It was like it was a big gamble. It was just like it's, it's like you know, Heffern Reffers have the puzzle that you, under the cap. Tree beer was like the puzzle was the beer itself. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so you're working on new music and stuff. Are you guys going to be pumping out new merch? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm working on new merch. I got some ideas for new stuff. I've been um, kind of like I, I, I wanted to like uh, do just like like just like once you get back, just to do like keep it simple, keep like the two strongest shirts that we had, which was the, the Armahomas yep. and the Plant Tree Die one, and just kind of like push that back out there and then start working on different designs That's um i don't know like saturate the market <laughs> with the uh, old school tree shit before i bring out any kind of new school tree shirt so then it makes it more of like i don't know i don't know it, it gives it more you know if more people have tree shirts and all of a sudden there's a new tree shirt yeah you know I mean? it's just, yeah they're, they're walking in with their shit, shit all worn out like their inks all faded and the shit oh dude sudden. i've seen some shirts from back in the day like literally the ink's the only thing holding the shirt together <laughs> and, yeah and then people are like cool oh, shit time. i'm like i'm at i'm in my shop right now printing t-shirts yeah so, so people can fucking re-up so yeah so because I'm, I'm playing a show next weekend at uh yeah, Ralph, Worcester, right? oh nice yep. ralph steiner ralph steiner i love that place it's great Excited to get back there and play um to play. we used we played we used to play in worcester a lot back in the day so it's good you know it's good to get back there and play it's good to get back to all these places and play i mean we just played in portland and that was awesome cheeky lounge you know, the only thing that, that stinks about Ralph's is it's not all ages, man. If you get all ages up there, that'd be pretty dope. Maybe like a Sunday matinee or something. Mm. But if you wanted a drink, you could drink downstairs or something. Or, yeah, that'd be cool. Or just show up drunk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are playing Troy, New York, too, aren't you? And then the next day, we're playing Troy, New York at a place called uh, No Fun. So I think it's like a punk rock run place. So it'd be cool. They have like a vegan pop up food there too, and a couple bands. Is that a show all ages? Western Mass. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yes, it is. I don't. I don't know if they serve alcohol. We'll find out. We certainly will. 
you know that's, a, that's kind of like the joy of going to these places you show up in these little towns it's like i haven't been in troy forever but troy's like kind of reminds me of like a lowell or a lawrence it's like a old mill town that's kind of gotten real hard yeah. because the visit like the, the uh all the jobs left you know mm-hmm. so, so like what's their springfield brockton kind of yeah it's like all the mill towns that's what happens you know they get crushed it sucks and then, then they're gone and then that's it and people still live there you know and it's just like i don't know i don't know sad I mean, I love I love going to those towns. I love playing Lowell, Lynn, Worcester, you know, Springfield. I love the old, like, we, we played out in Holyoke, and that was pretty cool. Um, Providence, Rhode Island, you know, even Providence. Providence is an awesome city. I mean, mm. but they, they still have their industrial areas. They still have their kind of inexpensive areas, but those are going kind of fast, you know. It's like a big, uh, it's a big real estate land, land baron grab. Oh, it's out of control. All these corporations are buying up all the, all the housing, and it's just, you know, the, the state, state of the world is down. Government should do something about it, but don't, not, they won't do anything about it, so we're fucked. Well, well you're, that's, that's a predatory, predatory entity. You're, you know, it's a very predatory environment out there as far as ownership goes, and, you know, it's oh, pretty, yeah, pretty fucked up, the state of the world. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's hard to live. It's hard to live anywhere. Imagine, you, know, you can't live in Boston anymore. You can't like can't fucking play there, live there. They shut down that old. Uh, they shut down the the uh, sound museum. Yep. To ju- to to just um, you know, for another bio lab. Like we need another fucking bio lab. Mm, they do, what's a bio lab, right? What's a bio lab? They're putting bio labs right in these neighborhoods where people live. Supposedly the Wuhan fucking um, the, the fucking COVID yeah Wuhan COVID came out of a bio lab right yeah bio lab right yeah it's a so the, why would you put bio labs everywhere well we already the EMF buildings a bio lab that's right in the neighborhood we already this, got Boston this, Dynamics and their fucking robot dogs here yeah I mean they're attaching robot arms to monkeys yep what the fuck yeah it's yeah. a strange so, time so to be they could put robot arms on you. Mike Worm. Yeah. No way. And you'll be like Dr. Octagon. <laughs> soon you're going to have the worm. Soon you'll These have giant the worm life. arms out of your back. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what you get. An arm. Oh, excellent. I'll have a bunch of trees stuck out of my back. That's what they'll do to me. <laughs> I'll get I'll get planted, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm going to It'll be but, bot- uh, botanical bionic. But yeah, dude, we're looking forward to playing. Um, we just the uh, the the uh, old North End band from Burlington, they're great. We yeah, you, get, you guys played up there. That show was really good. That was a really good show. Almost sold it out or sold it out, Burlington. But we used to do, like we played a lot there, and we brought out a lot of older people. But we brought out a ton of young kids too. Like there was a ton of young kids going off. That's fantastic. I was just That's watching awesome. the pit, so I was making sure people wouldn't, you know beat each other up too much or anything but it was really good pit people like all ages and all genders and people just killing it having a good time and yeah it's it was exhausting awesome you know dude it seems like a perfect time right now for you to be back doing this i mean the music you wrote back then is just as relevant now as it ever as it's ever been 
Well, no one was really. Uh, I was just keeping up with the uh, punk rock tradition, mm. and uh, I also used music as like a form of journalism. Yep. So I was use. I, I try to like write about stuff. You know what I mean? Like what's going on. Hell yeah. So when I wrote about police brutality and stuff, yep. like and television being used to brainwash people, i.e. the TV show Cops, to mm-hmm. accept police brutality and almost think it's funny. Normalize it. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, they laugh at it. They watch that show and laugh at people get their ass kicked. They're like, how can you watch this fucking show? Mm. The show's out of – the show is just like – Oh, the only good thing about it is that song, Bad Boys, Bad Boys. <laughs> That's a good song, but then everything else sucks. It's a repulsive agenda. It really is. Dude, it just sucks. So, yeah, so, you know, wrote about that, wrote about, like, uh, reproduction rights, or spermicide is homicide, mm-hmm. wrote about the Gulf War, wrote about uh, fracking. Nothing's you know changed, I mean? man. It's like nothing has changed. We were about saving the whales. Mm. You know what I mean? And that was all the first album. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all the first album. That's all the shit, the topics from the first album. That shit's still, still on. Yep. You know what I mean? Still going we're, on. We're still not out of that gulf. We're still fucking up that there. Uh, you know, we're still fracking. Yeah. With the frack, it's just even gotten worse. Like where fucking people turn on their fucking faucets and. And, and fire comes out of their faucets. You know, have you seen this yet? Yeah, I saw it. Yep. It's fucking crazy. And how can that be just, oh, well, you know, it happens, fracking. You know, what? No, no. It's insane, you know? And have the cops stopped beating up people and killing them and getting away with it? No, they haven't, you know? They just haven't. So, yeah, is it relevant? The thing is, it was relevant then. Unfortunately, it's still relevant. Now. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? Not, um, nothing changed. Every, every four years, especially, nothing changed. I would say things have gotten worse. Yeah, they never really changed. Dude, that shit in Ohio, man. That shit in Ohio. Aaron Brockovich just went there the other day, and like the state police in Ohio labeled her a terrorist. So, so everybody wants to blame. All right, so, all right, so Trump's at fault. Fucking. Biden's at fault too. Yeah, yeah, they're all at fault. So Biden could have like, so like Biden could have like put that fucking um, regulation where, uh, like that Obama had in, about like they have to have more people on the trains. They have to get. They have to have like. Yes. They work less hours. All that shit, right? Yep. Uh, um. Uh. Pete Buttigieg could have fucking reinstated that, or, or been like, we got to reinstate that, but they didn't because it's greed. Right. You know what's going up in smoke there? It's not just fucking death. It's fucking greed. It's greed that's poisoning the, that p- part of our fucking country yes. forever. Thousand, it's going to be like those people need to move out. They can't live there. Yeah. They can't be like, oh, it's going to be okay. No, 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 man. Get the, get out of town. Yeah. Time, well, to, cut, time to make the, city, make the fucking federal government buy your house. <laughs> buy my house. Yeah. You know? I'm moving. Uh, I'm moving. It. You know. I'm moving out of here. So oh, sad. the water is fine. You know what? You can move it. But then you can personally buy my house. <laughs> yeah. And they're uh, yeah. They can't live there. And it's like, and then like you know, Trump. Trump's fucking down there selling his poisoned water to people that have poisoned water. What a fucking. What a piece of shit. Yeah. Like literally, he's down there like Trump water is better than like you. Are you kidding me? You're using this opportunity. This 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 horrible opportunity to sell product and push your name that's trump and people who are okay that republicans are okay with that 
I don't know. I guess it's because they grew up brainwashed by advertising. Yeah. And they just think that it's nothing, that it's just okay. But, like, that's what the Republicans have. They have really good marketing, and that's it. They yeah. have no, like, they don't want to govern. They have no ideas. Their shit's all, you know, their ideas are just no. No choice. No this. No that. No, no, no. Don't get too woke. Like, don't don't wake up and, and see what's up. Keep your eyes closed and be asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why they're anti-woke. They want people to be asleep. Yeah, totally. Keep on sleeping. Just nothing going on here. Keep sleeping. Don't, please don't wake up. Don't get woke. Don't don't wake up and see what's with your eyes, what's going around, what's going down. And, and also, don't wake up and see that you can, like, help each other out. We can all work together and make it better. You know, don't see that, please, you know? Yeah. They don't make money that way. No, they don't. No. They no. want everyone to live in fear and fight with each other. It's yeah. Like, Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Yeah, the order through chaos, that whole thing. They're both wings. Yeah, absolutely. The, both wings on the same bird. Pretty. I mean, like, they both serve corporate masters, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, their philosophies are different, but the end of the game, when they both serve, like, the their corporate masters, it's like, it's, it's, uh, a, a, a snake with two heads, you know? Absolutely. It's like Conan, you know, when Conan's like, I'm looking for a symbol, two snakes facing is the same snake, but two heads facing each other. Mm. That's like the Democrat and Republican Party. It's the same snake facing each other, fucking spouting off all this crazy shit. But the Republican Party's not even a fucking Republican Party anymore. The Republican Party's like, has morphed into something completely insane. Yes. And they're like a fascist party now. Yeah. They're straight up, MAGA fascists. That's that's the deal, you know. That's how uh, that's how they're rolling forward now. You know, they're they're they're, they're not even like hiding it. You know, it's like they're, they're this whole anti-trans thing is uh, a very thin veil for just being you know a bigot again. It's like yeah, you, we're bigots. We're, we're the party of bigots. Mm. But but now it's been jacked up. It's been like turned. It's like it happened after um. But you figure out like when Obama became president, they the, the Republicans really pushed their the, the the racism to their base, and they really pushed it hard. And that whole Tea Party thing came out taxing up already. Like now, so Obama was saying we're not going to tax anybody that makes under two hundred fifty thousand dollars. If you make over two hundred fifty thousand dollars, your 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 taxes will go up. So then the Tea Party gets out there like we're taxing up already, and all these people out there yelling and screaming and like. Well, do you make two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year? They're like, no, and I'm like, well, then what's the problem? Mm. What do you mean you're taxed enough already? You wouldn't be taxed anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the, but they got that. But that was like what, what the people were calling like uh, artificial turf. Like uh, <laughs> it was like an artificial um, like grassroots movement that was just bought, yeah. but it worked. You know what I mean? It totally worked. It just created all this noise. All the, they, they attack all these like town meetings and stuff, which just screaming and yelling, and people get intimidated and like, just, you know, they just they don't they don't want to go anymore. They don't want to like interact. They get scared. It's like and that's, that's where you, they win. They, that's where you that's need to. That's, that's where you need to take action is at a local level like that. Like well, that's you... just what you need to not not be scared, and like try not to get too angry either, because you don't want to be like just swearing back at them, because then you there's just a few people swearing and. No, Nobody wins television. there, yeah. but you want to just. I try to use. I try to be funny about it. You know what I mean. I just try to be funny, and, and I also try to be like, hey, you know, like, you know, you're not that different than me. Why are you so like? Why are you thinking like that? I don't get it. You know, like, where are you from? How like, how did you grow up? I mean, like, 
Is, is this what you heard at home? I didn't hear this shit at home, you know? That's the key, man. Communication. Everyone needs to be communicating in an intelligent way. Well, if you're gonna, if you want to have like debates, then have a debate, you know. Mm. And to, to have a real debate, you're listening to what the other person says, not just screaming over them, you know. Right. You want to, like, you want to be having like hear what they say so you can like show that they're wrong or agree with some parts of it, what they say, and then you show the other parts where you know that you don't agree with. Yeah. You know? It's okay, but like, he's like, you want to understand their argument to take it apart. You know what I mean? Not just be like, you're a fucking Nazi idiot, even though they are fucking Nazi idiots. Yeah, but you um, can destroy that party uh, on an intellectual level. That would be much more beneficial. They don't even know. They may be a Nazi idiot and fucking radicalized to a point. They don't even realize it. Right. They don't realize it. They're all jacked up on it. And you're like, man, you're a fuck. That's, that's racist. It's, cool, dude. it's like, yeah, that part was racist. That's racist. That's fascist. That's fucking homophobic that's you know it's like on and on you're like guys it's like you, you think you're a good person but you fucking got so much fucking hate and disparagement against other people mm. it's just like how much of a good person are you you know what i mean it's like i'm good to my select few of people that are mine it's like oh jeez how you gonna like <laughs> what kind of world is that you living in dude a little, talk about living in it's a, a bubble. bubble yeah you know yeah i'm gonna move like it's like uh Marjorie Taylor Greene wants the country to have a fucking divorce, right? You know why? I'll tell you why. Because she just got a divorce. Because she just got caught cheating on her husband, and he divorced her. She's got divorce on her mind, so America, she divorced each other. It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should go back to your country, wherever you came from. You know, you're right. You know, wherever, wherever all you white people came from, just go home. Just go back. Marjorie, Chager, Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm like, man, she is something else. Hmm. I yeah. mean, like, literally, I'm a white nationalist. Oh, really? And that, that's that's insane. Okay? Yeah. Well, I'm not. You know, I'm definitely, and like, it's like, it, there's freedom of religion and there's freedom from religion as well you know mm. and nobody needs to be start pushing that religious war shit here in america because it's insanity you can't you can't um reason with people that believe in just believe in blind faith that's all the, if that's their belief system you're not going to change your mind you know unless there's a miracle you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> Like, literally, they're just like, that's their thing. That's how they, I'm done thinking about it. You're done thinking about it? Yeah, I'm just done thinking about it. Okay. You definitely shouldn't put your zeal into a political party. That's just like, you're not being a human being if you do that kind of shit. Well, the problem is right now, the two political parties, like, run the show. Yeah. So the only way you're going to do anything, literally, the only, like, there's, the only way you're really going to make any kind of changes is within one of the parties. And then you kind of hijack it, just like Trump did. Just like they do, Trump, yeah. <laughs> that's what Trump just did. You know, he just hijacked their thing. So he didn't make a third party. He morphed it into, like, what he wanted. It's like, it's just like when I heard him coming down that escalator and he started talking, he just sounded like a right-wing radio guy. He was saying all the right-wing radio hits. Um, you know? Absolutely. I, I listen to a lot of right-wing radio because it's like, I want to hear what those maniacs are saying. Like those, like those guys should be up. Like those guys should be up on charges for sedition. Yep, that's absolutely. Smart. They're 
they're brainwashing all these people every day on their radio show. Like Jeff Cooner, like that guy's line. I hear the guy on WRKO. WRKO is probably one of the most like white nationalist, racist radio stations. Like, and it's like all proud to be conservative, but like the shit they they pump out is like anti-American, treasonous. Uh, like this guy's keep they keep going on that Trump did like lose the election with Trump lost by millions of votes and they, their only defense is like well how could he get more votes than Obama and it's like well because Obama wasn't running against Trump I mean people voted for Joe Biden and people voted against Trump keep in mind also that like Joe Biden but for against like literally I, this guy sucks we need to get this dangerous monkey out of the fucking this dangerous fucking maniac out of office, you know? Yeah, also he, wanted, to... he gets into office and he almost started a war with North Korea on Twitter. Yeah. And they still, and then he didn't get banned for that. He was still on it for another three years. But he, he literally almost got into a war on Twitter with, with North Korea. On Twitter. Yeah, in front of everybody. Yep. Like, what an idiot. And no one also, <laughs> and and no one also takes into consideration the fact that, what, 80 million people just don't vote? And no, it's, a lot it, of people, yeah, yeah. A, a lot of people are just like, like, people that are apathetic voted. Your country is not a democracy. It's like not democratic. For, it's, for Biden, only against Trump. It's just not very democratic if 80 million Biden's not of an your people candidate. don't. He's, he's pretty, con he's a very conservative democratic candidate. Very conservative. I mean, he wrote the Patriot Act. Yeah. He's he, he comes out and goes, I'm the most pro-union president yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> when the railroad workers are like, we need to go on we strike sleep. because this shit's too dangerous and we need sick days. And like they're like, nope. And then all of a sudden, two months later, boom. Boom, explosion. Palestine, Palestine uh, Ohio. Is, is buried in like chemicals and smoke and poison and their lives are ruined. And Greta Thunberg is silent. Ruined. Ruined. The land's ruined. The lives are ruined. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they could have, like, he could have stood up for the union guys and could have said, no, 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 these guys need to get sick days. They need to be able to, like, take a day off if they're not feeling good. And You know what? Trump reversed a uh, the, the regulation that, that Obama had installed about, like, having more people on the job and for less hours and and to, to make it safer. And here's a result of why, you know, you got you should have reinstated that regulation. So do that now. You know, I don't even know if they have. You know what I mean? I they talk about it, but it's like, you can say Trump's, you know, oh, it was Trump's fault, but it's like, Biden's president. Biden could have changed it. They didn't do anything. Pete Buttigieg could have changed it. Pete Buttigieg is a corporate shill. He didn't yeah. even go to Palestine. Palestine. He didn't go there for like a month. You know, people are like, oh, you don't like Pete because he's gay. It's like, no, I hate him because he's a corporate shill. Yeah, definitely. You know, I love my gay brothers and sisters, but Pete Buttigieg, I have no love for that guy. And all because these people that, that are... That a corporate shill. And all these people that are getting included aren't very skilled. Like, they don't know anything. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm older now, and I'm, like, surprised when I see people like Lauren Bulber, in, like, she's 36 years old, and she's a congresswoman, and... And she's a mental case, and she doesn't make any sense. But she says all the right-wing radio talking show, uh, like, hits. Like yeah. She says all the hits. 
like the right wing radio guys say. And like literally that's the problem. Right wing radio warped this country with, with Rush Limbaugh like in the eighties. Yeah. And when they got rid of the fairness doctrine in, in uh in broadcasting where you supposed to have a counterpoint to like your point, so so it's like you don't hear the same message or you don't hear a different argument or a valid argument to challenge whatever argument this other person's making, right? They got rid of that, so all of a sudden, this guy, right-wing radio guy, boom! Those guys are making money. Hand spreading lies, fair. spreading filth, being racist, being being sexist, being homophobic. Yeah. That's what they made all their money on. We have a new song called Cancelled. It's about it's about Rush Limbaugh, about him just dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not specifically about him, but it's like about right-wing radio people or media people that are making a ton of money spreading lies yeah. you know what i mean that's what they're doing yeah you got fat on spreading hate and now that hate you can't escape call you to your dying day you got canceled you you know there you go <laughs> Fucking you know, man. people like they're like oh cancel this and can't like cancel culture that's it's nothing new i grew up punk rock i got like Nancy uh, we, Reagan. We, we were already canceled. We had Tipper Gore to deal with. Already, you know? Yeah, Tipper. So, and we were already canceled. My society's the blank society because my whole society, my, my generation was the blank generation because my whole generation canceled. Just canceled. Mm. You know? Because we didn't care and we were punk rock and we were nihilists and all that shit. Anarchists. Damn straight. Well, they don't want the messages from, you know, bands like you to get out there. They want to brainwash everyone with their message, and they put a lot of money into it. I don't know. You know, uh, some bands make it on it, you know, and most of the time you can't you can't talk, like real talk. Mm -hmm. And then, like, when I was, when Tree was getting shopped back in the day to major labels, they're like, are you going to be, like, talking about all this stuff? And, like, well, what stuff bothers you? And they were like, Rant, but like they couldn't really specifically point out one issue, you know, because I was kind of talking about a bunch of different stuff. But they use the example of like, well, like if you were a straight edge band, would you be able to like sing songs that weren't straight edge? And I'm like, don't straight edge bands already do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sing about whatever the fuck you want. I'm not kidding you though. Like, I mean, like yeah, straight edge bands sing about being straight edge, but like I'm sure they. <laughs> They got a little bit more going on than just that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. Dude, anyway, I, remember, I remember when you guys started getting play on AAF. It, like, blew my fucking mind. I was like, this is Tree on AAF. <laughs> Rocco and Virgie, man. Yeah. Like, in, like, we're good. For, like, they, they played us. And then uh, uh, Mistress Carrie. Yep. Like, we were friends with Mistress Carrie before she even became, like, a big dj shout so, out purple hair <laughs> yeah yeah like we met she went to uh, the same college that billy hinkley went to for a second i think something like that we were partying with her in call like in her college dorm room that's a trip and, yeah <laughs> that's and cool she's like fun. please don't please don't get me in trouble and we're like oh it's this that's too late already yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but I'm like, no, she hooked us up, and, like, uh, Mike Shue was there. Mike Shue was really good for us. And, and uh, so was an, uh, jo John o Osborne, Ozone. He passed away. God rest his soul. Mm. Uh, they, I, they didn't have any, like, security at the front desk. I would just walk right on the air. And 
because that's how that's because <laughs> I couldn't you know we couldn't really get people to talk about us or promote the stuff or play the stuff so I would just bring a CD and a t-shirt and just walk on air and be like hey am I supposed to be talking to you I'm like you're already talking to me how are you I brought you a shirt and a CD for you to just to check out, you know, and like, yeah, we're playing this Friday at wherever, you know, and it worked, you know, totally worked. There was like so much shit that, you know, we had to just make happen for ourselves, like, like just making a ton of flyers and putting up flyers. You can just do it yourself, you know. Yeah, like people used to make fun of me, like, oh, would you get a flyer for me? Like, oh. I'm like, actually, yeah, <laughs> do. Now, now, now who's embarrassed, me or you? or oh, Just come to the show, you know, just show up. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Dude, one of, the, um, one of the songs that was on AF was just about what we were just talking about, too. It was, um, God, I forget the name of the song, man, but it was like, I'm in America, it's time to pay, we're living like a slave. No, 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 it's, it's Homefront. Homefront, home okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, Dude, I, it's... I WWU and I'm singing about the Wobblies, the international workers. Yes. People needed to be talking about that stuff, you know? Absolutely, man. And you were. It was on fucking I'm, I'm glad that the Dropkick Murphys are doing all this Woody Guthrie stuff, mm. but you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's good. But, you know, we were doing that too, you know, a little bit before them. And, uh, just shows how, like, uh, punk rock is like really kind of like connected to that or earlier kind of forms of music too like irish music and like woody guthrie where like like he's out there singing to the to the uh people in the fields to to get uh you know to get organized mm -hmm. stop getting ripped off you know so i'd like to say like punk rock guys are saying the same singing the same songs you know i mean i grew up listening to a lot of irish rebel music and you know, the little songs are about something, you know, you like, hear songs about stuff, you know, about people that are rebels and tried to tried to fight the system and, you know, got killed. They all, everyone gets killed. They all die. Yeah. You know, so I don't know, but you, it, but it's but it's like inspirational. Yeah. So. So Woody Guthrie, of course, he's like. Like, the, there was a band that wrote a song called Woody Guthrie's the First Punk Rocker. So I made this t-shirt, Woody Guthrie's the First Punk Rocker. Nice. And then I got to meet Woody Guthrie's granddaughter. Oh, wow. Wow. Or grandniece or something from, yeah, she was out here. Yeah, and the, I, I, so I, I made her uh, a couple of posters and some shirts. And then she's like, oh, cool. If you want to make those, go right ahead. You have my permission. And I'm like, oh, awesome. But I don't do it, you know. I don't want to make money off of Woody Guthrie, you know, as much as I, as much as I want to, like, spread his message and stuff. So yeah. sometimes I, I make shirts and, and I, I sell them, and sometimes I don't. I don't really – didn't really make it into, like, a, uh, a financial thing. It's just more of a fun thing when I – feel like doing it I just do it yeah you, you do a lot of art too like on the side don't you oh yeah man yeah. art music art, art music is art you know it's like I found that uh, you know me, you know, when you mix up your mediums it's like you come up with really cool ideas that, you know, that trans that can be transferred over you know 
Mm. So if I'm working on an art piece and it's like a, it's about something, you know, and all of a sudden, like as I'm working on it, I, I come up with a song or vice versa. It's like I'm the homeless. It's just like some found this old lady with a <laughs> machine gun and she looked homeless. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm the homeless. That would be good. It's a brilliant so, shirt, man. And then I wrote a song about it. But I made it about uh, homeless uh, veterans coming back from the wars and not having a place to stay. And mm. MIA, missing in America kind of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah man. And that's like a hidden gem that we ha we never really played that much. And I uh, plan on bringing that baby back. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's great. That's you great. Know, never should have went away. But uh, like some songs are like, I don't know, politically crazy to other like normal people so sometimes we try to like slim our set down i don't know i don't know what we were trying to do no, we were trying time. we were trying to get like just on a decent like tree was just trying to get on a decent label back in the 90s like just so, just so we get tour support and that's all we really needed and we just couldn't get it we just pff, couldn't get it shit now, I mean, there's so much room for you to be able to do that. And then, like, right yourself. now, it's like, I can't get good press. I don't really get any press. Yeah. You know? Like, I came back, I did a show, I've been away forever. I did a show on my on my birthday downstairs in the Middle East, turned 55 years old. Sounds like a good story to me. Definitely. Uh, nobody wants to write about it. That no, sounds like, like an amazing and I'm story. Like, and I'm like... I'm not waiting around for them to ask me either. I'm like, hey, I'm doing this, and hey, I'm doing that. And really? By all means, talk about it. Yeah, you know, please. Here's a, here's a couple angles, and it's like, if you want me to just write the whole thing, you can put your name on it. Just let me know. Just do that. Uh -huh. I mean, a couple weeks, like, a couple months ago, I was like, Psh. like, after that, I'm like, hey, anybody want to interview me or do press? I'll, I'll do it, you know? So how did the show go? These people from... Which would show the Middle, Middle East. East yeah, it went well. It was kind of nuts. Um, it was a thirteen-band, twelve-hour show. Oh wow! <laughs> that was like from two. I was there from two in the afternoon to three in the morning. So it was a thirteen-hour day for me. It was my birthday. I just found out that Jake's my old bass player from Trees White just died. Oh. Sorry to hear. And I just found out that the sound museum was going to close. And then I found out that the the band that was in my room over on Hitchborn Street was going to kick us out of the room. Shit. Yeah. And I'm like, so, so when I hit the mic, I was already hot. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I bet, man. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, I use music for therapy all the time, it's and I think, is. and I would advise people to do the same because it's, it's, a, it's really the best works. therapy. Yeah, yeah, it's really good therapy and it helps. So I just use music when I have things bothering me uh, to, um, you know, get around it, get over it, get under it. You know, it's quite the life, it's, man. Uh, <laughs> some of the, it's like some of the best things you could do and then like and if you if you're lucky enough to be in a band or you know you, you can make the music yourself it's just so it's it feels even better it feels even better 
But man, I could have a blast just going to see other bands play and just jumping around and having a good time. When you do that, and like we've been doing that, like that, like that was the tactic since back in the day. Mm. Hey, you don't want to get arrested? You don't want to go to jail? You don't want to get thrown out of school? You don't want to get in fights all the time? Go to the hardcore show and just get it out. Mm. You know, get in fights there. Nobody gives a fuck. You know. Definitely. Man. Or just dance your ass off and get physical without having to get in a fight and you know get it out of yourself so it's not like lingering around so yeah I was psyched to, to when that show happened just to play but it sucked it was brutal it was like very stressful afterwards like because then I had time to reflect on what, what was going to happen and I'm like oh my god where am I going to go I, I'm going to get kicked out of my room right as this other building's closing, and I, I, I wasn't getting kicked out of my building for any my room for any real good reason, like no, like real reason. My so, God, yeah, that's like literally, like why why do you guys want to kick us out? We even you pay your rent late. It's like, no, we don't. Uh, yeah, you did once. You paid on the day you were supposed to pay. We you paid on that day. They just made they shit up. They just made shit up. Yeah, man. yeah, that's shit. And I'm like, really? And then I'm like, so finally, I'm just like, you know, I, I know Dez, you know, you're telling me that I'm paying late. We're not. And you're telling Dez that we're paying late. So you're trying to kick us out of our room. I just called up Dez and go, Dez, what's going on? We're not paying late or any of that stuff. And he's like, that's what they're saying. I'm like, well, why don't you just look at the records of like when you, when the, the, the payment from that room comes in and if it's been late, you let me know on whatever date because we've been in there since what august and we paid everything on time you know and uh and, and he was like oh yeah you haven't been paying late there isn't you, you haven't been paying late at all i'm like yeah so what's the other reason why we why would we get kicked out for that anyways that's something that that des would kick me out for not like the band i'm sharing my room with because if like if there was a late fee we'd have to pay it not them right yeah that would make sense it's just it's just you know what i asked how much the room cost and they immediately were like you guys are finding another room i'm like what how much is this room anyways like there was like all these people practicing in there like basically like other bands from the, like, the band that we played on my birthday other bands from that show were, that weren't part of our room at all were practicing in our room hmm. on the nights that we weren't there. And we're like, what's going on? How many people are in this room? Yeah, rent should know? be next to nothing. And like, how much is everybody paying? Because we're paying way too much. Right. They had, a, you know, and that was, and then there you go. And that's why, and that's why we're getting kicked out because I just asked about the money and that's, that's how it works. That's so, and guess what? So guess what? I didn't get kicked out. I still had that room. And the people that were crying about the shit, they left calling me a bully. Wow. Me, a bully. I'm not a bully. And they left and went to the other building, the Dorchester building, which was the building that should have went to the Desmonds that didn't because of, because of, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what people's motivations were, but other people got involved and just took it away. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm glad, glad you guys still get your place. 
So who knows how long we have now at where we have now because like that whole neighborhood in Lower Alston is going so fast. And like and if the city's gonna come in and put other people out of business basically, that like the Desmonds that were running that sound museum, they just got put out of business by the city. Oh. Like the people that were actually buying the building and we were like, Well, we'll relocate you. You know, we wanna like we don't wanna displace any of these musicians and artists. Like which is amazing. Yeah, that is. The actual people that were bought the building, the developers were like, oh, we want to keep culture in Boston, you know? So. That's incredible. It's, it sucks. It's like, I don't know, like, the, the future of the city is, like, wicked bleak. Mm. I'm hearing rumors that the city is wants to try to take over all the practice space, like, businesses. So they're the only ones that can run, like, the, the, the practice space buildings. And then they're not going to be 24 hours. Yeah, they're going to put all these rules in place and jack the prices up. And the prices are jacked up already for small. You know, I don't even want to talk about this because it's disgusting. It really bothers me. So what else you guys want to talk about? I got to get back to work. Yeah, man. I've been kind of working, actually, the whole time. Dude, right on. We appreciate you just doing what you've done, man. It's been awesome. And uh, if you want to plug your show again. I can't hear you. you got to speak up. Oh, I was just saying, it's dude, we're so happy that you're here. Not on the mic. Uh, that you decided to do this. we got to speak through the phone. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry about that. Here you go. Right now? Yeah. Oh, I was just saying, thank you for doing this, man. It's been an honor. We're just glad you came and decided to do this with us. Happy to do it. Fuck um, yeah. So you yeah, want to podcasting is podcasting is creating your own radio station. There's nothing more anarchist than that. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Dude. <laughs> you know, it's awesome. It's like create your own content. Talk about what what you believe needs to be talked about. Have all pe- different people on with different ideas. You know. Absolutely, man. And if you ever need a place to go to do that, you got a home right here on It's a Hard Rock Life, man. I, I'm sorry. I, I can't really hear you. What are yeah, you saying? Speak up over here. Oh, I was just saying, if you ever want to do that and get shit off your chest, dude, you just you have a home right here. But it's a hard rock life. Uh, yeah, I don't do that. I don't like talk about my problems. Honestly, yeah. I I don't believe in that. I come from a world like I like I, I grew up going to like to therapists and stuff, like saying like, oh, you should talk about it because if you talk about it, you feel better. And they're like, all right. So as soon as I start talking about it, I'm there again. I'm feeling it again. Now I'm all upset again. And they're like, yeah, this is good. I'm like, no, this isn't good. Yeah, you don't, don't want to really... feel like this again. Yeah, you don't I already really felt do. like this already. I've been through it. I've survived. Why am I going back to that? Why would I ever talk about that again? Yeah, you don't, don't want to. You don't no, need to no, no, thank it. you. Oh, no, thank. You. Oh, for the insurance money. Oh, for for your for your pay for your bank account. No, thank you. Sure. No, thanks. I I, I don't think that works. I don't think that works at all. It's a business. You know I, I think. Instead of like going backwards, you should be thinking about things you want to do and then go do them. You should be thinking forwards. Be positive, yeah. You know, it's like, you want to get things off your chest? Go fucking paint a house, you know? Go paint a car. Um, write go, music. Go write a story. Go, you know, make a, make a new recipe. Make a, you know, anything. I don't know. Be, be, be athletic. Be creative. Be whatever. You know, if you need something to get off your chest, then get it off your chest, like in a healthy way. And I, I don't want to fucking hear about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, literally, I, I, 
I do hear about people's stories, and, I, and you want to help them, but, like, how much can you help? I, there's only so much I can. I don't have any money. You know, I don't have any time, you know? I do the best I can. You, I want to help people, and I do help people as much as I possibly can. And, like, you got to spread good good feelings, and you got to spread good message, and you got to be positive and be like, you know, don't, don't like, uh, you know, don't spill a bunch of blood on the dance floor, you know? If some blood gets dan- like spilled on the dance floor, could someone help me get grab a mop, kind of thing, so more people don't slip and get you know bloodied up. <laughs> but on no, on a serious note, you can help people every day just by being a good person. That's it. Absolutely, it's the key. Really, is that simple? Be a good person yourself, and you have nothing to worry about. Dude, you, you have, have a lot to lie of, about. You, you have, have a lot of people through music and art, man. You know what? Thank you. I try. And like, you know what? Uh, I know Mike does too. Yeah, yeah he does. And, uh, fucking hard work. Absolutely, dude. Mike. Mike does a lot of hard work. He book, you know, booking shows and, and and corralling bands. Are you kidding me? That's not easy. Mike's it's not an fun. Animal, man. <laughs> it's not easy and it's not fun, right? Right, Mike. It's like sometimes it. Sometimes things just flow, and sometimes you're like, what? You know, like exactly. It's like, okay, I get, we're just going to go with this then. You know, like you don't know. Roll with, with the punches. punches. Yeah, you got to like, like, one thing I knew, I know from Tree is like, we, we definitely learned how to not look forward to anything. And we're going to leave it on this note. This is how you live your life. Never look forward to anything. Never be like, I can't wait for this to happen. Then, then you don't get disappointed. Remove that, remove that, that way of thinking from your body. Remove it from your mind, make it not happen anymore. And then when things ha- like don't go as well as like, you hoped, you never hoped. You just like, you you work hard to the make it good, and then you're there, you try to make it good. And if it doesn't come out good, oops, oh well, you're not let down. It's not a big letdown for being like, I was really hoping this was going to be awesome. I was really looking forward to stuff. Don't look forward to anything. Let it happen and enjoy it when it happens, and then remember it. That's, That's some sound advice. That's how you do it. That's, That's some, some good, good advice, advice, man. Totally. That's how you do it. So, see you guys on Friday at Ralph's. See you out at Troy, New York, um, the day after on the 25th. And then I think the we, next show. You guys, you guys got, got something in April, April too, right? Uh, yeah, we got something in April uh, 28th at. Um, Alchemy in Providence and it was supposed to be with Murphy's Law but I don't know who it's going to be with that still might be it's just we're seeing what's up waiting for fans to confirm stuff so the club wants us to play it so and we like that place a lot so we want to play it's a fun spot yeah it's a great place that's a great place definitely Providence is a really really amazing city it's like it's what uh, Boston could have been, should have been, you know, kind of was a little bit back in the day before it got too big. Boston wants to be like New York or something now with all these ridiculous giant glass luxury dildos <laughs> reaching to the sky. <laughs> Fuck us all. Fuck us all. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for your time. Thank, Thank you, Dave. Thank you, man. Yeah, awesome, guys. I appreciate it. And, um... All right, hang in there and talk to you soon. Thank you. Have a good one. All right, cool. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
Dave Tree. Yeah, this is Dave Tree presented to you by uh, Mike Worm there. Thank you very much. We're looking very forward to the show. I'm just going to look for some music real quick to play us out if you want to bullshit. Fucking do it. I'll bullshit with Mike all day. Bullshit. <laughs> Party and bullshit? Dude, so Witch's Tears last night went awesome. That was an awesome show. Yeah. Good crowd. Good crowd. They were tight. They played. They tried to play their whole album, but. Yeah. That would be like, played like four songs. <laughs> they played yeah, four or five songs. How long did they have to play? They played. They were supposed to play an hour. They ended up playing forty-five minutes. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's their album release. Awesome, awesome show though. That's fantastic. Awesome theatrics. They had a nice intro. They were fucking tight as hell. Fuck yeah, man! I'm excited for those dudes. And I'm excited for you, buddy. I was saying to them last night, they had the Harrisburg energy. I'm like, I haven't seen you guys play like this since we played in Harrisburg. Right I took on. them out on tour with us last year. And that was probably one of their best shows. Last night was right up there with it. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Well, it's good to see your face, sir. Man, come back anytime, too. Hell yeah. Try to bring the original lineup in at some point. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Before we start playing. Yeah, that'd be great, dude. What do we got over there, Brad Guy? Uh, what's, what's a good one? one? You got a banger? For what? Uh, tree Tune. Play Death Wish, because they, they, they haven't started playing that one yet. Ooh. They've been playing a lot of the first and second album. Dude, that was awesome. I wasn't expecting, like, a full interview with them. Oh, yeah. That was cool. I'm glad he did it. Thanks for sending that up. <laughs> Hell, yeah. What album is it on? Um, our day will come. That's not on here. No, no. What's on there? Downsides in the American Dream, Planet Tree or Die, and A Lot to Fear. Fucking Downsides oh, is a great first album. three albums. Yeah. yeah. What do we think? Highway. Hey. It's on Downsides. There you go. I was just listening to that like last night. They time. haven't started playing that one yet. I think that's the only song. Off that album that they haven't brought back yet. No shit. Yeah, they it's played. a good fucking song. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty much everything off of downsizing. A yeah. Lot to, a lot to fear, a good amount of songs, and Planetary Die, a good amount of songs. Yeah. And then they play God Grows Grass off Our Day Will Come. But that's like the newest one of that era. All right. It's a hard rock life. Here's a tree tune on us.
can't be like, I'm fucking here. <laughs> get here now and get out early. Yeah. I was hoping that we're going Oh, that's it. Yeah, I, I try on the weekend, I try to... It wasn't really, but I like to do that and put it in a bag. documentary on him. <laughs> 